Next, I'd like to introduce. Throw your hands in the air if you're a true player. What can I say about my brother Daniel that hasn't already been said dozens of times in police reports? That boy is good. Good and terrible. You hold your breath when Shaquille O'Neal comes careening into your lap. Well, he's going to give a special greeting to Daniel Baldwin right here. Davis brothers should have a boxing match against the Baldwin brothers. Really? We'll take them out in the first round. Who would you take on? Youngest, I'm medium, old. On all three of them, actually. Now that I really think, yeah, I wouldn't need any help. I think you two dudes are going to become real homies. Where do we find these guys? Oh man, I hate those guys. This is a special presentation, the Daniel Baldwin Show. Jim Kelly, you're listening to Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. Hey, yo, Joshy, Josh. Hey. And me, little old me, Daniel Baldwin here on the Daniel Baldwin Show. Welcome to ESPN Radio in Syracuse. And I'll tell you what I did. I went to the Jim Kelly. Uh, what, what happened was, um, unbeknownst to a lot of people, because I don't advertise it very often, um, I was a chef before I became an actor. Um, so at Kelly's golf tournament this year, uh, I was approached by someone who said, hey, is it true that you were a chef? I, I hear that you can really sling it in the kitchen. I said, yes, yes, uh, uh, that's very true. I have a um, a great need to eat mass quantities of good food, mm. so uh, I learned how to do it myself, and uh, I offered my services to be auctioned off, that I would come to your home with yourself, your spouse, and um, three other couples for a total of eight people, and I would put together a gourmet dinner in your home. So uh, the bidding went on. Uh, it went up to, I, don't, I think it was like $15,000 we raised for... Uh, Jim's Foundation, servicing children uh, in, in the Buffalo area on a variety of great causes. So it came time to uh, deliver the goods. And, of course, I get the phone call the night before. Jim would like to know if it's possible that you expand it to 11. Now, of course, I, I've already got it budgeted and everything else. This is going to be an expensive meal. Mm-hmm. It's going to be about, um, you know, 80 bucks a plate just to, just for what it would cost me to yeah. buy the stuff. So I said, yeah, I mean, 11, again, there's only two ovens. It becomes very complicated when you're making a large meal to serve everyone at once because you have to take into consideration things cook at different temperatures for different lengths of time. Mm-hmm. So if you're not in a professional uh, kitchen where you have multiple ovens where you can do these kinds of settings, it becomes very, very complicated. So he had two ovens. One was electrical, which I hate. The other one was gas. Um, and uh, then as I'm about to shop that morning for the stuff, Jim wanted to know if we could rise the number to 15. Oh. So now it's 15. Um, wow. And you know that's going to expand because he has not included Robin and I, and trust me, I'm going to eat. So yeah. it's 17. Right. Uh, and then there were drivers involved and some other people that worked there. So it was really around 20. And I planned on it going to 20. Yeah. Uh, I delivered the goods. Yeah. It was well received to the point where you always want to make sure that the wife of the person that paid says the following, which is, we are definitely going to be the high bidder on this. This is an amazing thing. Jim had it in his lodge up in Ellicott uh, Ellicott City, uh, and it was a a beautiful, lovely night where we raised thousands of dollars for children. And uh, uh, Baldwini, as I call myself. uh, (laughs) So many names. Yes. Well, Baldwini when I'm in the kitchen. Uh Because every dish is a la Baldwini. You know, I just throw the eye on the end, and mm-hmm. it sounds very, very, you know, Euro. Yeah, I like it. Larry, anything? Larry! <laughs> there you go. What was your, what was your main course? Um, you don't got to go through all chicken, of them. Chicken lovelets. What is that? Uh, chicken lovelets are a very thick 
chicken cutlet that I butterfly and open up. Uh, I bread it in Italian breadcrumbs, uh, egg it, bread it, quick fry it so it's a nice brown on the outside. I stuff it with a, a cracker of prosciutto, which means mm-hmm. you have to lay out a very thin piece of prosciutto in a pan and crisp it till it's almost burnt, so it's like a cracker. We stuff that on the inside with provolone and some cream spinach. We let it sit for five hours in white wine, rotating its side so the breadcrumbs soak up all that white wine and butter. And then we top it with um, cheese and a portobello mushroom. Wow. And Do you have a sous chef that you like was helping Robin, you? Robin was the sous Ooh, chef. Robin the always, sous chef. when in doubt, always bring the hot wife to sous chef. Of course. Because everyone's all gaggling. All these football guys are all going, hey, Robin. Mm-hmm. Hey, yes, there you go, you, Larry. Larry. Larry with a positive Robin response. Thank you, Larry. <laughs> Uh, and, and so Robin was going to come into the show today. This is what, the, the amazing difference between men and women. We go to have lunch today. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm assembling some notes and thinking about things that are going on, what we want to talk about on the show. Obviously taking a look, and we'll come back to this with the World Series the, and, and the Astros victory. Um, so Robin sees a sign right across the street that says, full body waxing and nails. She goes, my God, I can get waxed. And my nails in the same place. You go ahead and do the show. Boom. She just made a right turn. Whoa. Gone. Whoa. Gone. No. No, Larry's not a waxing fan. Larry needs a wax. Well, he likes his ladies. Larry He likes his ladies all original. You know he does? Is he? <laughs> Is he, he a George Bush fan? I think... <laughs> He likes him classic. He does. He does. You he know does. Larry. He's, He's a cool. 70s kind of cat, isn't he? He is. He is. That's what he likes. I like it. Well, you know how to get in touch. 315-288-0644 is that text line. You can text right here to Daniel in the studio. And, of course, call us anytime. 315-4ESPN44. The Daniel Baldwin Show brought to you by the Food Bank of Central New York. And you can get involved in those various ways. Uh, we will. It's funny. We had to talk about Jim Kelly. Well, I'm sure we'll talk about that later on in the show as Bills play tonight as a Thursday night football game. It is. It's a Thursday night football game, and if, you know, I have to talk to you about this game because I'm, I'm very frightened. Okay. But I'm let's start frightened. with uh, the big game, the big game that wrapped finally last night. So it goes seven, and, and, and I thought it really, really would end it in six. But I did say, as the great one usually is, he was correct again mm-hmm. in asserting that the Astros would become victorious and first-time world champions in 55 years, I believe, since the, uh, since the franchise opened up. So... Some interesting things about this game, though. You know, they win the game on the road, game seven. What are the odds of that? You know, I mean, that, that's a really, really tough one. But they jumped on them early. They scored runs on Darvish early. And, uh, you know, there was really no looking back after that. There was no collapse. McCullers did his job, held him scoreless for quite some time. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm really happy. I'm happy for the city of Houston. Not that, you know, L.A., you know, hasn't, and California itself hasn't had some problems with the fires and everything, but that was north of L.A. itself. Uh, but Houston, the city itself, this is a, uh, a great thing for that city to have something to really cheer for. And uh, besides some tragedies that went on there and pulled together, now they have something to all really, really be happy for. I think the city needed this, this jump start. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's really, really good for the state of Texas, but it, particularly in the city of Houston. So I'm very, very happy for them. Um, I, I'm, I, I really, I, I just think, you know, I, I can get emotional thinking about this. That city got hammered. Yeah. I mean, they, they really did. They Last got- night, uh, George Springer actually brought that up uh, as far as he, he accepts the MVP award and uh, says Houston has endured a lot. I have a clip of that. This is for my teammates up there. I wouldn't be here without any of you guys. I love every single one of you from the coaching staff to the training staff, even Marwin Gonzalez. I love y'all. That patch on our chest truly does mean a lot to us, and and 
I'm so happy for all of our fans who have who have endured a lot, and we're coming home champions. It's awesome. It's awesome. It is. It's great. It's great pick me up for the city. Um, I'm really happy for them. Let's take a look. Did you see the helmet tipping? By Yuli Gurriel to uh, to Darvish when he first faced him at bat. Yeah, and that goes back to he made the kind of the eye motion, right? Yeah, he, towards did, Darvish. he did the two fingers and squeezed his eyes in, into mm-hmm. a, into a squinting as if to emulate someone who is of um, Asian persuasion. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, you know, it was it was it was it was definitely a racist thing to do. It was you know done on national television. It got great attention. Darvish, on the other hand, I have to say, for a young man who, who how he handled the situation. You know, he, 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 let, he let a little line out there. He didn't let him off the hook necessarily, but he let a little line for it to see how he'd respond. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, his, how he handled it as, as an athlete and, and, and as a man uh, is quite commendable in my opinion. You know, he didn't hang him out to dry. He didn't decide to make some big issue. He said, you know, people make mistakes. This was obviously a mistake on his part. And so, but when, when you look at the, the irony of what he didn't think about when he made that gesture, so he makes the gesture forgetting that if we go seven, this guy's going to be on the mound throwing yeah. baseballs at me at 98 miles an hour. So, of course, he got up there and said, uh, hey, man, uh, no we, offense out there, guy. We're uh, cool, right? Uh, we're still cool? Uh, well, and, uh, you're an American citizen now. Yeah, uh, right, yeah. You know, so, yeah, he... Uh, mm, Larry. Larry chiming in again. <laughs> Freshly waxed, I might add. <laughs> You know he's faster than the button with less hair. He you know is. He saying? is. Yeah, he's, he's he's more aerodynamic. He is. He, is. he really is. He's <laughs> like Lance Shavestrong. Oh, very nice. I like it. Uh, so so mm. wow. Now he does not approve. That was late. Mm. It was late. So a marriage proposal. I have that. Yeah, if can, you want to hear can, it, can we hear that, please? Carlos Correa proposed to his smoking hot girlfriend. Daniela Rodriguez, Miss Texas. Here's former a, Miss Texas. Former Miss Texas, the proposal right here. It's everything and more, man. It's everything and more. It's one of the biggest steps of my life, one of the biggest accomplishments of my life. And right now I'm about to take another big step in my life. Daniela Rodriguez, you make me the happiest man in the world. Will you marry me? No. <laughs> Are you married? Now, okay, there's a few things to point out in this thing. So it's a beautiful, sentimental, I don't want to rain on the guy's parade, but I'm going to. Go ahead. Uh, so, so national television, he just wins the World Series. Is there any way this chick, even if there was even an inkling of doubt in her mind, that she was going to be able to say no? No, she's saying yes. She, she has to. She has to. So he, he masterfully backs her in. He puts her up against the wall with the gun aimed to her mm-hmm. head. What choice did she have? Not to mention the fact that he was smart. He came out with a monster truck rock. Did you see this bad boy? I'm looking at a close-up of it right now. No one says what it's worth or how many carrots it is. I've been trying to find out what, what it's worth, but he played no games. Yeah. She never even looked. She looked at his eye. Oh, my God. Then she looked down there and she said, oh, oh yeah. my God. So it even is- if she had no plans, even if the answer was no, you got to say yes on TV and get the rock, no? Dude, yes. You got to grab the rock. The you thing's gra- a couple hundred grand. You grab the rock, and then if something falls apart, I think I think if he cheats on her, he she gets to keep the rock. Forget cheats on her. She can walk out the door right now and say, you know what? I changed my mind. She's got the rock. Wow. 21 years old. 
21 years 21. old and a very, very large endowment. Very large. Beep, 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 beep. No, no, nothing Larry. No. Oh, I was hoping for a bell. He's looking one. at the ring. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, 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 it was it was, it was, was a gigantic rock. I mean, he he, he played it well. He played, the guy played it well. Don't play chess with this guy. Don't underestimate him. He well, played it well. Let me hit some spots and come back. I have a question for you, Daniel, as far as we wrap up. Now that we've ended the Chicago Cubs last year, their drought. Now we've ended the Houston Astros drought. Mm-hmm. Who's the next drought to end? I've got Indians, Rangers, Brewers, Padres. I've got the droughts, some of the longest droughts now that we're knocking droughts out every single year. Who's up next? So we'll come back and talk about that. Of course, get your opinions heard. 315-288-0644. That's the text line right here on the Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio Syracuse. Tune in every Monday as Hall of Famer Floyd Little talks SU football with Steve and Seth on Orange Nation. Brought to you by Drivers Village and William Matar. We are the pulse of the orange. ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1. Saturday, coming off the bye week, the orange return to Florida to battle Florida State and Tallahassee. Pre-game at 10, catch Syracuse football all season long on TK99 at ESPN AM 1200. It's a special present. Presentation, the Daniel Baldwin Show. Corey Seager, the batter, and a swing and a ground ball for Altuve out on the outfield grass. On to first, and the Houston Astros have claimed that city's first ever World Series championship. They are mobbing Charlie Morton out of the mound right now. The relievers are racing in for the bullpen. And the Astros have done it. After losing game six last night, they come out early. They come out hot tonight. They take an early five to nothing lead in the Dodgers. And they win the game five to one to take the World Series in seven games. An improbable victory for the Houston Astros. First time in club history. Uh, But as improbable as the Houston Astros. Yes. I understand that at tonight's event... Yeah, Larry Dickman just uh, dropped down an edict on you as far as tonight's event goes. He gave you a dress code. I just got handed an ESPN radio shirt. A polo, a polo shirt, polo there, shirt. yeah. Black, very lovely. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm told, please wear this shirt to the event. No, no, no. Not, not please. Wear the shirt. Oh, wear, wear the shirt Ooh, to the event. Larry. Okay. Well, now, the odds of me wearing that shirt are about the odds of... <laughs> But, but thank you very much. It'll go, it'll go in my deep collection. Ooh, yes. Uh, um, um, but Larry, I understand yeah. that you will. <laughs> get back in the I want to buzz her. Yeah, no, 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 no. Um, I understand that you will be charging ten dollars a piece for autographs, minimum bid. Uh, ten dollar minimum. Yep. What's a picture cost from the great Larry Dickman? Hundred. Hundred bucks. Yeah, a picture. American money. Wow! Yeah. No you, pesos. No. 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 no uh, Rubles. No, no. no. People are going to come with a bag of apples. You know. Larry, please, just yes. one letter. Please, Larry. <laughs> I cannot go on without your autograph, yeah. Larry. Tonight's event. Tonight's event. Yeah, it's the, uh, the it's the it's the premiere, the world premiere of uh, the Ric Flair Thirty for Thirty that's going to be debuting on the seventh on ESPN. Is it the world? It's premiere? the world premiere. We're having it right here in Central wow. New York, right in Syracuse, at the Red House. I know Red we carpet. Well, now that you're there, yeah. Big red carpet. Wow. Mm, Larry. Larry. <laughs> red throw rug. Larry, do you got a date? Do you got a date for tonight's Larry, you got a date? No. Are you, ch- are you chumming? What are you doing out Am there? I chumming? Are you chumming? <laughs> you going to be throwing some fish heads out there, Larry? Oh, man. Larry. Larry. 
He is. All, uh, listen, listen. 50 bucks. For all the women out there oh, God. that are coming to tonight's event, with a little magic marker, put an L on one of your hands. Mm-hmm. So Larry will know. know. Larry will know why that's, you're there. That's how he'll know. I'll do the screening, Larry. <laughs> I'm going to screen him out. I'm make sure it's all nice for you. Very nice. Yeah, you must go through Daniel Baldwin to meet Larry, by yeah, the way. You have to. Right. It's, like, it's, like, it's like the rich uncle. Yeah. You know? Do not approach Larry directly. So, so I got to tell you, on Twitter, it starts this morning, that someone tweeted, I see you and Josh are moving in for the inevitable takeover of Brent Axe's time slot. This is this is a debate that's happening. Now, now, let me just lay out what's going on that's causing this. So obviously we're number one in just a matter of a couple of weeks in our time slot. Here we are, look at this. We are creeping, creeping rapidly. Creeping rapidly. That's a, kind of an oxymoron. Mm-hmm. No, it is. But, 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 but what I'm suggesting is we've been keeping it quiet. I think it's time to talk about it because it's coming out on social media. That we are rapidly approaching being number one at the whole station. Besides, I mean, the which show. we will never, which we will never surpass, the great K Rock. Thank you. Well, yes, yeah, thank you. Thank I mean, you. We, we yes, realize we're you. never going to approach that. Thank you. That's like saying you're Houston and you want to be the Yankees. Thank you. Yes. I mean, but you could be Houston, become the Dodgers. No, you know, that's right. Like, you know what I'm saying? So we're we're shooting for Dodgerland. Dodgerland. You can be All second right, place. So, so but now, people are now tweeting this, and you know, it's hard for me to turn away and not comment on this. Oh, you have but comments. Well, you know, I'm I'm trying to to keep it down. You know, uh, I, I took a look and I asked for uh, here at records and contracts here at the at the station. <laughs> Very easily accessible. Yeah, you yeah, can just yeah. you can go to yeah. that well, office. Well, I know Jill. Yeah, oh, that's nice. So, nice. So, that's nice. So I asked Jill. Mm-hmm. I said, can, you know, do you have anything on Axe's present contract? Mm-hmm. He is actually due two sheep and a female hog uh, as his next bonus, which, which I think they're going to have to contractually pay. Yeah, he's going to get the two sheep and the hog. Yeah. Okay. But so so I tried to reach out to the great Ed Levine. Mm who is CEO and owner of Galaxy Communications, and he had this to say. Oh, an exclusive. As long as neither one of you schmucks parks in my parking spot, I don't care. Oh. That's what Ed Levine had to say. That's what he said. He did. Don't go in his parking spot. He is is currently out in his yacht in the South Pacific. So I had my agent and my publicist both try to get a hold of Axe Mm -hmm. to get some type of comment. Axe was unavailable for comment. But he was located on a helicopter heading for a yacht in oh, the South Pacific. Oh, boy. So, you now, know, well, he, now. Now well, it's... You know what? He's He's got a little more access than I do right now. But, <laughs> access, yeah, if you see, will. See? Right? Yeah. yeah. I really like that one. That's right. You like how I played that? <laughs> I was going to let it go subtly, but I'm glad you pointed Ooh, it out. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it was lovely. Uh, 315-288-0644. Daniel Baldwin Show here on ESPN Radio Syracuse. Text has come in. Dan and Jamesville. Great show, fellas. It is, is it not a great time to be a Bills fan? Finally, we have our Bills. So, Bills Mafia, fasten your seatbelts. Tonight's going to be a big night. Tonight is a big night. You want to go right into that right now? Well, like, if you want, I got about yeah, seven minutes going. Okay. Well, here, here's my problem with it. So, I, of course, not many people know the Bills as well as Jim Kelly, and I spent the evening with him last night and stayed over at his lodge and then drove to work from up uh, outside of Buffalo. And you know, both of us said the same thing. One of the first things out of my mouth to him was, are you surprised? Because I am. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I mean, and nothing against the Bills, but we are playing better than I and a lot of people had thought that they would play at this point in the season. Their record, you know, the, the New England seems to be the obstacle in the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's not overlook something that I've pointed out from, from a gambling standpoint on the show. 
which is interdivisional home dogs on Monday Night Football cover over 90% of the time. Um, on Thursday Night Football, which is also a special edition game, which, which is a higher percentage than regular season. Regular season is about 72%. Any interdivisional home dog covers the point spread. This is a three and a half. It just moved up half a point. Three and a half point spread in New York. New York is an, an interdivisional home dog against Buffalo. When you're home playing a team that it matters that much, um, they play, it's just, I, I can't explain it, but they play harder, and they're the only team that's going to be on TV at the time, so they've got a national audience. This is a very, very big game for New York. Mm-hmm. So with that said, I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to say Buffalo wins the game. I, I would not be shocked as a Buffalo Bills fan if they did not win in hostile territory on a Thursday night. But if they win, it's a field goal game. I think New York covers the line. Oh, that was the question coming off Twitter from the Evergreen, which is a great little bar up in Hanover. You should go check it out. Yes. They said, can you please ask the great Daniel Baldwin if the Bills cover the spread tonight, obviously for entertainment purposes only? Of course. Of course. I don't think for one second you would gamble. Right. Which brings up, uh, I'm going to tell you, that was not the great Nostradamus that was only amateur. If Nostradamus had predicted, of course it would have come true. Sure, as, right. As did the Houston Astros winning their first series, and no one foresaw it. More than the great one. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but you bring up now, tell me the gambling story you were telling earlier. Well, the guy's a, there's a guy who played the World Series. Nobody knows who he is. They just know Eastern European guy. He won $14 million on the World Series. He won, so he put a $500,000 bet on who's going to win each game in the series. He so kept, he had to call the conce- the He had to call it, yeah, in the way it was going to go. So the first one, 500000 it doubles. He parlays that into the next one. So let's see, 500 goes to a million, a million goes to two million, two million goes to four million, four million goes to eight million, eight million goes to 16 million. Oh, he's he, he couldn't have parlayed that much because it would be thirty two sixty four. So million. he would have been he would have been uh, he walked away before game seven with just over fourteen million dollars. Wow! So does is that a common bet? I've never heard of a guy that can parlay a whole series like that. Yes, well, evidently oh. you didn't realize that Mr. Daniel was European. Oh, you so you you walked away with fourteen million dollars. Well, I'm talking about this vicious rumor. Yes, Larry. Yes, Larry. Give him the thumbs up on the radio. I love it. He goes right back to his yeah, phone. Doesn't care what we're doing on Not this show. Not a thing. Not a thing. Yeah. I made your life so easy now. Mm. <laughs> you remember Young Frankenstein? Yes. When, when, uh, when, uh, Peter, Boyle, when, Peter, when Peter Boyle. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's it. It's our Larry Dickman. I'm engaged in this conversation. <laughs> you clearly are. No. To get engaged more, you got people coming down with L's on their hands. I mean, you got people tonight looking for you, Larry Dickman. This is gonna be a, this is gonna no. be a big night for you. I might pay the hundred to take my picture with them. That you should. I might do it. No, you should. No personal checks, cash only. <laughs> I want Larry Dickman. By the way, I want I want you to find the hottest chick at this event tonight, and I want you to hit on her as Larry Dickman. And I should bring some chick Blair down just to rip her shirt open and yes. go, Larry. Yes, I love you, Larry. That's a, that'd be such an ego boost. If, if you want to see me have a panic attack, that'll happen. <laughs> he gets nervous around breasts. He gets nervous. He gets does nervous. he get nervous around breasts? I think he does, yeah. Uh, wrapping up Bills, uh, another text coming in. Do the Bills fall apart in December, do you think? Or do they stay on the path they're on? No, you know, I, I mean, listen, if the Bills were to split the season out right now, they're going to the playoffs, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, but I, I mean, the big thing will be common opponents so uh, within divisional play. So if the Bills could steal one from New England, because they play, I think they play them twice in like four weeks. 
Let me find the schedule. Get the schedule. Mm-hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong. The Bills play them and then have like two weeks play somebody and they play them again. Buffalo Bills will play New England coming up in three weeks. They'll play December 3rd. Right. And then again when? I don't see them. After December 10th. They must. Did they already play them? They play them once already, yeah. No, I only see them on the 3rd. Come on. Yeah, they only play them on the 3rd. Come on, work with me. <laughs> I'm trying to work with you. Well, that's no, good. That's, that's good. good thing. Daniel, they only play September thir- uh, December 3rd. Sunday, December 3rd. December 3rd, a day that will live in infamy. Was that a game you're worried about? No, I just I just think that, you know, they're the leader. They're, they're, they're definitely, uh, you know, the, the guy standing on top of the hill for many, many years now. You know, and mm-hmm. Brady's, you know, he looks like he's going to play until he's 45. Yeah. Uh, he's having another pretty good year. Um, but uh, yeah, that's you know that's the bar to which the AFC East is set by. It's the New England Patriots. So, where do they play in the in the game? Are they home or away? Um, they are home. Oh, that's big. They are that's home. Big. Listen, you take them. We go five hundred and beat them, and we're definitely in the playoffs for sure. And then they and, close out the season with the Colts, who just announced Andrew Luck is out for the year. Yeah, that's some really bad luck. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, like thank it. you, Larry. Like All right, we'll hit spots. You know how to get involved. Two eight eight zero six four four. That is the text line here. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio Syracuse. Did you miss in the booth with Matt Park, Dave Archer, the ACC Network? The game three weekends from now, when you take on Louisville, that's a different animal because of the guy that plays quarterback. But Wake Forest is playing extremely well. Walford had a monster day last week, and of course Boston College has discovered their running game and seems to be playing some sound defense. But in turn, those two games might be the tougher of the four, and Syracuse could run the table. In the booth, two to three weekdays. ESPN Radio 97.7, 100.1, 1200 a.m. and 1440 a.m. Hi, it's Jim Beheim, and you're listening to the Pulse of the Orange, ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1. This is a special presentation, The Daniel Baldwin Show. Jim Kelly, you're listening to Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. Hello, Larry. Yes, you were you right. Are. I need to apologize. They do play the Patriots twice. They play December 3rd and then Christmas Eve, December 24th. Right, three weeks later. Yep. Thank you, Sports fans. Yes. Did that come from Larry? Did Larry mm. cue that up? <laughs> what? Did Larry cue that up and save you with that or no? No, a text came in letting me know. So thank you, uh, text line. How did you miss that on the schedule? Zero six four four. It didn't scroll down all the way. The um. one schedule I had didn't go that far. It stopped at the third. I hate when it doesn't go what? down as what? far as it needs to. Uh-huh. I hate when it doesn't go down as far as it needs to. It's yeah. terrifying. Yeah, Hello, Larry chimes in. Not a, not a problem with Larry, I'll tell uh, you that much. No. <laughs> Ladies are raving about it. You see that? You know how many people are getting L's tattoos? Oh, they're right now. Their, listen, Syracuse football. Yeah. So, Jamar McCloster stated today, uh, he is a uh, lineman on the Syracuse University football team, a redshirt senior. And he said he feels that at this time, that Syracuse University should be undefeated. Ooh. Undefeated. He believes that every game that they have lost, they should have won. And that he said that it was certain possessions and mistakes that caused their losses. Now, I had to think about that. I had to digest that. That in certain possessions and mistakes during, obviously, those possessions caused them to lose the four games. I surmise that that's kind of like saying that the shooting death was caused by bullets and gunpowder. Yes, it's going to happen. standing in the wrong place at it's the wrong time. It's pretty obvious, yeah. Yeah, so 
So, but but he does feel, and, and you know, they were in every game. You they know hung I mean? in every game. I think you you have to take the Middle Tennessee game, and you have to say that had to be a victory. That cannot happen. Uh, but otherwise, you know, I mean, Miami, uh, they were beaten by Miami when they pulled up alongside. Miami pulled away. That next possession after they pulled within one point, Miami just ran right down the field on them, and so that was really the gut check time. And uh, you know, they didn't have it that day, but uh, that they proved that they could play on the field. Now, beating number two and playing against number eight, who's now, you know, poised themselves, Miami, if they run the slate, uh, they're definitely going to a major bowl game for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 they, and they would be fighting, arguably, for the, uh, the national title. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, Robin Baldwin stepping Ooh, into the booth. Wow. Uh, just in time for me to close later on. Yeah, with my, we'll discuss you in a little discussion. bit here. We shall indeed. Robin. So, so but, but more importantly, what they're talking about is, you know, in the beginning when we started the show just weeks ago, we were talking about what we felt Syracuse needed to do, the excitement in the town right now about Syracuse University actually being in the bowl picture, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for the first time in, in several seasons. Uh, but, but more importantly, what it does for the program, for Coach Babers, to be able to go out, you mentioned last weekend that you, that you you had heard that he was actually out recruiting on on, on the bye week. Yeah, he That's was right. recruiting. He was on the bye week. He was recruiting. Now, when you walk into a kid's living room, there's pros and cons. They've looked up Syracuse University. Mm-hmm. They know what's going on up here. They know. And on the pros list, the assets that we have, it's a great education. We have a dome. Yeah, that's amazing. Not a lot of colleges have a dome stadium that they can play in. Now, they it's can special. go to the NFL franchises that have domes and sometimes play some of their bigger games. But this is a university that has its own dome. That's special because we get TV coverage. Mm-hmm. We definitely get TV coverage on certain games. And believe it or not, having the the universally known basketball program that we have up here does not hurt people's identification in knowing Syracuse University because of the great Jim Beheim and the things that he's been able to do up here and winning multiple national titles. The weather, on the other hand, is our big downfall. When you turn around and you turn, say to a kid, yeah, but we have a dome, but he has to look at being in five months of sometimes really, really bad snow, no. that is definitely a recruiting problem for them. So having more bullets in Baber's gun and going into living rooms right now with his parents and saying, Hey, you know we're going to a bowl game this mm-hmm. year. And he's got to be given that pitch. He's yeah. got to be saying, this is the program we've built. This is where we were. That's not who we are anymore. We're now in a much tougher division. We play against powerhouse teams with national implications going on. We've obviously changed the dynamic of what's going on with Clemson in the bowl picture by beating them. And we can beat anybody on any given Sunday. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of teams can say that. So he's got some bullets. Now, for the kids that are undecided, He's got to win a couple of these games. And what's changed when I was alluding to the first couple of weeks when we started the show is we thought that the Florida State-Louisville game were going to be the two. It's just the opposite now. BC, you mean? Florida State-BC No, game. we thought Florida State-Louisville oh, would be yeah, the yeah. two hard games yeah. and that we were going to kill them at Wake and we were going to kill them at yeah, BC. Yeah, you're right. Yep. And as it looks now, both of those teams, according to Brent Axe's power rating, mm-hmm. are above Syracuse and above the Louisville and Florida State, mm-hmm. who are both below Mm-hmm. Syracuse right now. So, uh, could we run the slate? All four? Could we run all four? There, the team. Do you dare thinking, to believe, Josh? I do dare to believe. Larry, Larry, no. Oh God. Larry says no. Larry says no. I disagree with Larry. Larry's a naysayer. He's a naysayer. He's a negative Nancy. What are we talking about? <laughs> Listen, the, the the outcome. Believe it or not, the things that are at stake that you may not realize if if, if you're not thinking in these terms is, and I believe Coach Babers knows this. 
if he wins three out of the four next games, if he won all four, mm-hmm. the power that gives him going into a living room and saying, hey, we ran this slate at the end. Unbelievable. We beat three teams that were rated above us, or two at least. We, we went down into Florida State and won. We can beat anybody. This is the program that I've now built in a couple of years. Let's see what we do. Now, the guys he brings in this year and next year, that's why, like I said, fourth and fifth season after he's been coaches when you really can judge where he's at, how he's done, by the talent he brings in. But we give him a couple of winning years to, to attract that guy. It's the depth that's really hard for him, mm-hmm. for, for Coach Babers. It's difficult for him to play. When one guy gets hurt, he's not that deep in the line. You know, Now no. he's bringing up a freshman or a sophomore that doesn't yeah. have a game-time experience and ask him to play against Miami on the road. Yeah, That's an intimidating thing to do against a guy who doesn't have a lot of experience. But if we give him a couple of winning seasons – now he can bring in multiple horses in each in each uh, in each position, and he becomes dangerous. Yeah, look out! Look I out. would not be surprised if he at least gets three of the next four. I think he can run the slate. I think I think Florida State is a win this weekend. I'm I'm calling that. He has to win this game. He has to win. I think this Wake Forest not, at home is a win. I like us at home against Wake. I think BC at home is going to be a challenge. And I think Louisville's a win. BC is my only question. Well, I mean, not Louis- the, at home. It's at Louisville, but it's, yeah, it's at Louisville, and right. you know, so th- th- that's always makes it a little more difficult. As, as I was pointing out in the NFL uh, uh, package that we have tonight, um, you know, when you're on the road, it does. It is. De- Listen, if we had played Clemson on the road, that would have been that would have been a much tougher game. Absolutely, really loud. You can't hear when, when you unless you've been across the line as as a defensive player or a wide receiver who's split out from the quarterback. All you can see. Is his mouth moving? Mm-hmm. He has to give you certain signals with his hands and feet to let you know you can't hear him. No. When when a, an angry Syracuse crowd in a dome is all they're all focusing downwards, so that sound is all traveling down. I've stood across the line of scrimmage before where my hand was on a nose guard, so I was four feet from the quarterback and watched his mouth opening, screaming. I couldn't hear a word he was saying. Yeah, couldn't hear a word. So I mean, that's that's definitely a factor being on the road. So stealing this one. In Florida State and and stealing one in Louisville, yeah, would be great. BC at home is going to be a challenge. They're running the ball very very well. Their defense has been there sometimes. They're they're not sometimes. But 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 the offense that Babers has put in is very difficult when they come out with no huddle and they just keep rushing to the line. You can't make substitutions fast enough. You can hurt them quickly on big strike plays. Um, you know, I, I like what he's doing here. That's how I think they hang in all these games, is they play so fast. They do. They they, they are the, uh, a run-and-shoot Warren Moon. You know, I mean, they're just... They're, I mean, the most iconic image I see is Eric Dungy losing his shoe and just throwing the shoe, and he keeps playing. Look at the face of my princess right now. Hey. What did you just have done? Robin! You went to the... You went to the, the I just had my nail polish taken off. No, no, I went with full body waxing I was, I was advertising for you. Yeah. No? Oh, she was busy. She didn't have time. Oh! oh well, that's man. Like, Larry that's likes like, that. Larry, that's right. Larry likes Larry, that. Larry's a George Bush fan. <laughs> I'm so glad that Larry's still here. Yes, of I know. course. We Did you hear the vicious him. rumors going on that Larry might walk? Larry can't walk. No. Larry can't walk. Larry's you... really important. He needs he to stay. Stay He's and play, Larry. I'm tra- I'm, we're going to get Larry a date tonight. Yeah. Listen, Robin, chick magnet. Chick magnet for you, Larry. She we gotta brings get Larry. him in like flies. We got to get Larry late at this thing tonight. At the, at the yeah. Ric Flair. Yeah, Larry's got to let it go. He's got all these guys. <laughs> He's Larry's got to let it go. Honestly, been almost two years for him. Wow, Larry. Larry. Yeah. Larry's we need been to dating. get Larry some really great cologne. Larry's been dating Hannah and his five sisters. <laughs> uh, wait a second. Now that you put your arm up, did you show the boys? We're going to come back. We're going to yeah, come back. We'll come we're back and come do back. that. Could you not jump the gun? 
Oh my God. I'm impatient. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Didn't everybody that. miss me? We all missed my you. fans out there. They're all they're all very excited. We'll come back, close things out. Daniel and yes, Daniel and Robin are here together for a reason. How would you like to have her hour? She walks in, she goes and gets her nails done, walks in the lesson, and tries to steal the thunder. Hey, oh. Robin Baldwin. Unbelievable. Show. Yeah. There she goes. Robin Baldwin minute. <laughs> <laughs> you've even you've be, you've got people autographs yeah. taking your autographs uh, on I'm, their arms and everything. We'll talk about that next. It's coming. It's ESPN Radio Syracuse is the Daniel Baldwin show. Sunday, the Giants are at home against the L.A. Rams. Pre-game at noon, Big Blue plays here. ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1. This is a special presentation, The Daniel Baldwin Show. Uh, oh. Welcome back to The Daniel Baldwin Show in the last segment. Stepping into the booth with us at the end of the last segment, my lovely wife, Robin Baldwin. Mm. Robin, there's news. Uh, tell the boys what we went and did today. Well, Daniel has a new permanent signature on his arm. So let me take you through it. Uh, John Bevilacqua is a, a central New York guy, um, and uh, I did a movie. What a, what a great story. John came up to me at the Academy Awards during the red carpet, and he snuck his way in with uh, the paparazzi and he's the, there, Daniel, Daniel, you, you do a step and repeat. You take mm-hmm. literally one step, stop, turn, and they fire 200 cameras at a time at a, at a function this big. And so this guy's screaming my name. Now, usually they yell your name, Daniel, Daniel, and they're trying to get that one or two shots while you're looking right down the barrel for their best shot. So you just keep moving your head. Mm-hmm. And when you're, when you're walking, you know, um, when Robin and I do it together, you know, I, I say the guy in the red, you know, we give him his two seconds and, and take the shot. Well, this guy's holding this manila envelope up. He's going, Daniel, Mr. Baldwin, please. So I walk off the red carpet to him. I go, bro, what's up? He goes, look, man, I wrote this script, and I wrote the character with you in mind. I'm a big fan. Would you please read the script? And I'm on the line, the yeah. press line, going into the Oscars. Yeah. So, so I, big time. So I, <laughs> Big time. <laughs> Jealousy will get you everywhere, my dear. Did you get waxed? Anyway, um, so so I so 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 I uh, so I take the envelope and, he, and he's got his number and information. He goes, please call me when you have a chance to read. So I read the script. It's a pretty good script. It was called Boardwalk Poets. But I just admired the guy's moxie. Yeah. To sneak in and this like there wasn't some other way he could have got me. And he gives me the script. So I said to him, I'll tell you what I'll do. If you get the money to make the movie and you start to, and you decide to make the film, if I'm available, I will do your movie. So three years later, I get a phone call. Hey man, it's John Bevilacqua, and I went. Oh, let me guess, you got the money? Yeah, he got you know no money. Yeah. there's no money to pay me. Right. But you know what? I told this young filmmaker that I was going to do his film, and I did it. I yeah. Did the, I did the movie for him. So, jump to today. He calls me up. He says, "I'm doing this documentary on tattooing." Rob and I had actually talked about my getting some kind of a Robin tattoo or something that's because he wanted me to get a Daniel tattoo. Mm. She's going to get one on her ass. Ooh, she is. It's going to say mine. Property of Daniel yeah. Baldwin. Yeah, he wants it to be like the birds on um, Finding Nemo. Mine, mine, <laughs> mine, 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 yeah. mine. Yeah. I'd like to have a button that you push that mm. says it. Indeed. <laughs> mine, so, mine, mine, mine. Um, so, so I decide, you know, I go in with Robin. Now, you got to remember, you know, ordering food with Robin. Robin is on her tw- right. the great Lou Brago over at Driver's Village. Sure. I love Lou. Lou is the greatest guy. Robin's on her 12th car. She's driving her 12th car now. There's reasons. Village. They're very indecisive. Listen, she's in a hundred thousand dollar Mercedes yeah. right now. Beautiful car. That 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 she said, you ready? I don't know. It's really not charging my phone fast enough. 
You make me sound like such a snob. That's what you are a snob. You know that you're a brat. No, I I need to feel safe. I'm used to driving in Florida weather, California weather, not Syracuse weather. So I want to make sure that I'm not going to slip and slide all over the road. I'm going to be able to handle the because your phones aren't charging fast enough. You might slip and slide all over the road. (laughs) I might have an emergency. (laughs) Need to use my phone if it's not charged. It can be a problem. Oh, I I need to be able to see the navigation screen. I get it, Robin. It's important. I get it. We've got one minute. So now that you uh, go to the tattoo right, today. So we go to the oh, tattoo place. Yeah. Robin has to, I said to Robin, I thought this was a romantic gesture. I said, Rob, you go ahead and design. Mm-hmm. Whatever you design, oh, oh my God. It took, it, she it, never wait, came wait, out with it. Wait till you see my design. It was, it was just, it's a classic. <laughs> she's, her signature. It's, it's signature. my signature. It's a signature. signature. I love it. She signed me. Like she's signing a. She a, is. I said to her, I go, she was doing her signature, different sizes. Everybody wants faster, to see smaller. it. I said, Robin, just pretend there's a credit card in front of you. Boom. Just, that's all you got to do, baby. Do we have a Nostra Daniel tonight? We do have a Nostra, a Nostra Daniel on the game? No, I, no. I'm not going to Nostra Daniel. But I will point out one more time. Interdivisional home dogs on special night, Thursday or Monday night football cover over 90% of the time. Ooh. So I, as a gambler, would say I saw nothing I saw nothing in the ball. I threw the dust. I saw nothing. Oh, there was nothing tonight. But if you're a nothing. gambler, you know what to do. All right. Tonight, get Larry laid. Somebody, please. Yeah, Robin. We need lines for Larry. We need, yes, everybody need needs, Everybody needs to text, your line text in. in. Text, text Larry line. We'll stay open right now. 288 Give Larry Dickman lines to pick up chicks tonight at the Ric Flair event over at the Red House. We will be back tomorrow. Brent Axe is up next. This is ESPN Radio Syracuse.